Welcome to Chats with Yvonne, everyone. My name is Yvonne Armenta, and today our guest and I will be focusing on empowering your community through healthy mindsets and goals. So part of what we hope to do at Chats with Yvonne is create a community of incredible storytellers, um, aka public speakers, and it's really my firm belief that we can do that through learning from and connecting with one another. And for that very reason, I have our next guest. I'll pass it over to her to introduce herself and some of you may know her um, as Educated Chingona here on Instagram, but I wanted to give her an opportunity to officially introduce herself to our Chats with Yvonne community. Thank you, Yvonne. And when you say officially, it's, it's really official. <laughs> official. Um, I've, I've never posted a picture of my face, anything to give people the idea that it's me behind the Educated Chingona. Um, and my name is Sandra. I'm currently a full-time student at Cal State Fullerton, and I actually met Yvonne through a workshop for public speaking through Hermanas Unidas at Cal State Fullerton. Um, so yeah, it's very official. Um, <laughs> I'd like to say thank you, Yvonne, for having me on here and giving me this opportunity to um, get past my fears and actually put a face behind Educated Chingona. Um, I have a passion for Educated Chingona because education is what created who I am today. It's inspired me to become this outspoken individual who is more than willing and more than happy and inspired and empowered to help other women um, who find themselves in situations that I was once in. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit. A little bit yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I am honored to have you on here. Thank you so much for officially making it official here on Chats with Yvonne. Um, like she said, we did meet at a public speaking workshop and we connected a, a couple times after that and our conversations have been nothing nothing but inspiring. So I really thought that this would be a really awesome opportunity to talk about, um, especially in the new year, empowering ourselves and our communities through this, this healthy mindset and goals, right? We have oftentimes you hear, oh, your new year's resolution, but how do you do that and maintain and create those, those healthy habits, you know? So as we move into the rhythm of the new year, you and I have had, like I mentioned, many conversations about what we can do to make sure that we empower ourselves as an extension, one another. So how are you navigating the space of empowering both yourself and setting healthy goals for, for the new year? Um, the goals, when it comes to goals, I really don't try to set goals per se because I've done that in the past multiple times and I'm good for about a week. And after that, I'm back to <laughs> not having any goals. So last year I did create a lifestyle change um, and it's, it's, it's been hard to kind of keep up with it throughout this time. Um, but I would have to say it's just what, because I get these messages a lot. Oh, Sandra, thank you for posting this. Oh, thank you for posting that. Or, oh, I see you're doing this. I'm going to start doing it too. So I'm like, oh, okay. So maybe if I continue posting, not only will it hold me accountable, it'll hold others accountable without having to tell them, hey, did you work out today? Or, hey, did you eat healthy today? It's, it's, our personal choice if we're going to go ahead and continue with those things or not. But I think not pressuring people uh, to set goals and to set, um, what is a start date on this is what I'm going to start. You know, the pressure mm -hmm. is real when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's what makes it so hard to really stick to a change. Um, so for me, it's just been easier just to do what I normally do, which is get up, you know, cater to the kids, do what they need, get, do what they need to be done um, and just go on about my day. And if I do decide to work out, I'll post it. And if I don't, then, you know, I don't, or I see someone else post it and I'm like, okay, 
you need to do this, Sandra, type of thing. So it's just more so holding myself accountable and knowing the change that I want to see within myself and around myself and maintaining that and being consistent, being consistent with all of that. Um, and not being hard on others. I know it's, it's right now during this pandemic, it's, it's hard to like, for example, my gym is shut down, you know? So I'm just like, I was just so used to having my trainer just tell me what to do. And now I'm at home. Like <laughs> she sent me workouts to do text, but I, yeah, <laughs> it's not the same when you have someone yelling at you, like, no, you're going to do it type thing. So, yeah. um, it's, it's being kinder to yourself, learning how to be kind. And a lot of people talk about self-care and, you know, kindness and all that. But I think if we don't, or we're not kind with ourselves first, and kind of lower those standards a little bit during this time, things are going to get very rough. Yeah. And, and what you mentioned is super important in that it's that it's almost this constant state of reflection and really assessing where you're at. You know, I can say right now I can feel really motivated in my environment and the things that, that are going on around me are super exceptional and positive at the moment, but who knows if tomorrow that will change. And so it's about allowing ourselves to kind of be in that space whatever space it kind of is and you know do do what we need to do for ourselves within within that time and i think that's one of the things that i really want to advocate for on chat with Yvonne too is we need to be in in this almost like constant state of reflection in order to really understand what it is that we want the world to know what message we want to the world to to hear from us and with that i'd love for you to touch a little bit on your platform, Educated Chingona, where did it come from? Why did you start it? And where, where do you, what do you see it? What impact do you see it having in, in the world or in our world? Yeah, in <laughs> yeah. this world. Yeah. Um, well, Educated Chingona, I think I started about a year, two years ago now. I was a full-time student at Mount Sac working on my associates and I don't know what happened. Um, I came from a background where I didn't have schooling. Um, jumped into the college life and something just happened. I, don't, I got, it was like a, literally a spark. I don't even know how it happened. I don't know when it happened, but the quiet Sandra who wouldn't talk back, who wouldn't speak up, if something was bothering me, I'd be like, no, I'm okay. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I learned how to not be fine with saying I'm mm -hmm. not fine. Um, and I learned how to speak up. I learned how to speak up and um, I felt this fire within me when I started speaking up and I wanted more of that. I wanted a lot more of that. And I saw what me speaking up could do for others. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided, you know, I'm a full-time mom. I'm a full-time student. I was working as a nurse at that time too. And I don't have much of a support system other than my, my family. But again, I'm not going to be a burden on my kids to have them hype me up and Hey mom, you're doing great. Hey, no. So I was like, what would I like to hear on a daily basis? If I was looking on, at social media. And so that's why I started posting the things I post because it's nice to look on social media and see these positive affirmations and um, quotes or memes or whatever. Um, and it, it's nice to see that, especially ones you can relate to, you know? So mm -hmm. my posts may not be for everybody, uh, but they are for someone. Someone out there appreciates them. Someone out there can relate to them. And that's why I do that, um, to create that motivation and just the community. Eventually, now that my face is out, it will be more than just posts. Um, but for now, it's it's going to be uh, posting what I feel 
Mm -hmm. I would have needed at that time. And there's times where I post things because I'm feeling a certain way at a certain time. And um, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there feeling that way. So what I plan to do with Educated Chingona is trademark the name. And if that name doesn't work, it's okay. I'll play around with the name as long as something is trademarked. Yeah. Um, and with those funds, with selling merchandise and whatnot, and eventually, you know, speaking at events and workshops, I do plan to generate funds for scholarships for women in college. Um, for me, school is very important and I understand it's not for everybody. Um, I know there's this thing going around that school's a scam. It's a waste of time. Well, for me, it wasn't a scam. And for me, it wasn't a waste of time. It it did so much for me and it continues to do so much for me. It's opened many, many doors for me and I'm so grateful for that. Um, it's opened my eyes to so many possibilities and I've got to learn more about myself. Um, so if that's what it did for me, why not give it a shot for other people that I meet? And I say, plant the seed of empowerment everywhere you go, because you don't know who's listening. You don't know who's watching. You don't know who needs to hear this. What have they been thinking about going back to school? And it's like, no, I'm not made for school. I'm not smart enough. I'm not book smart. I've heard it all. It's for everybody. It's whether you want to go ahead and pursue that and put in the effort or not. But it is for everybody. It is. I didn't think it was for me. The last grade I attended was sixth grade in a public school. So I didn't think I'd ever go to college, you know, and being a foster youth, uh, research also says that 3%, only 3% actually go on to college and graduate. So I was like, okay, I'm up for this challenge. Let me add to that 3% real quick. So I did it, got my associates and I'm working on my bachelor's now. So it's just creating a platform for, you know, empowering women who are pursuing higher ed and motivating them and encouraging them and creating a community because it's, it's hard. <laughs> you know, being in school is very, very hard it's mentally exhausting and just you know emotionally draining too yeah. so that's what educated chingona is and i do plan to put more out there to um like i said create that community yeah and what you're saying is so impactful too because you know what you're referencing is this idea that i'm putting content out here it's almost like a, a personal your own personal journey in in like healing and understanding your experiences that others can connect to and you said something which I really appreciate it, which was this may not work for everybody, but it works for someone. And as long as it impacts just a couple of, of people, it, it, that that to me is empowering. You know, I think that what you're doing in your stories, the bits and pieces of the of the story that, that I've heard here and there are just overall inspiring. And I really cannot wait for the the, the time where, you know, you're openly speaking at, at events and doing all these incredible things to empower our communities, you know? And I think that my next question has to do with that. So sometimes many of us fall into this trap of comparison, whether it's I compare myself physically to someone or my career or my education or whatever it is, we fall into that trap. And we I don't even know if it's human nature, but I kind of want to say it is. <laughs> um, it is. But it just, you know, we just kind of fall into that trap and we see it then leads us to maybe see others as our competition. Right. So how do you think we can change that narrative to instead form teams and, and unite and uplift one another? I think it's just embracing, embracing who we are and embracing our stories and knowing that it is our story. Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own story 
and just imagine what could happen if we combine our stories that power i think that 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 passion that we have within ourselves with our own story and combining that passion with everyone else imagine no limit great you know so it's just being kind to yourself and knowing we're all on different journeys here. We're all, some of us are going to get there faster. Some of us are still trying to get there. And I'm one of those people. I'm still trying to get there. And yes, I, there's times where I'm a little hard on myself and I'm just like, Sandra, you're too old for this. Sandra, no one's going to listen to you. And that's why I've never put my face out there because I just wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just knowing that your story is your own story. And if you go around comparing that to others, or comparing where they're at in life right now, it's just gonna consume you. It's gonna consume you, it's gonna inhibit any type of growth that you could experience. Um, And I think you're only doing yourself harm by doing that. And yeah, like I said, we are human, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Um, It's just knowing to, you know, be in that moment for that moment, just for that moment, shake it off and get back to what you were doing and don't stay in there too long. Um, because it's just, it's it's, like I said, it's going to, it's going to consume you and anything you can and have to give to the world, you won't be able to, because you will be so consumed on what that other person is doing. Remembering, being mindful or going towards the same direction. Everyone goes at their own pace and it's okay. Yeah. And I think maybe even too, within, you know, around the new year, whether we like to or not, we kind of all are a little bit, maybe just a little bit more motivated than we are the rest of the months. I think that just kind of is part of what this construct of the new year and time and all this has become for us, right? So I I appreciate what you're saying in that, you know, let's say we start off the new year really motivated to start a new project or to share our story in this magnificent way. And then we start to maybe follow people that are doing similar things or follow somebody that has a, another, I don't know, platform like the way that, that we have it. You know, how how can we make sure, what, what do you think, and, and I don't know the answer to this. I don't know if you know the answer to this. I don't know if anyone knows the answer to this, but what are tactical things that maybe we can do to just say you know let me not compare like my story is different from from this person's you know um what are these like tactical things that that we can do because I honestly I can be like yeah I'm gonna be mindful of it you know but it still sort of consumes you so in those moments what can what do you think we can do and this is just like an open question I don't even know if you have the answer to this but (laughs) honestly I journal when I find myself in those moments I find myself kind of just beating myself up over not doing this sooner over not putting my book out sooner out of you know not starting the merch the store not releasing it you know because it's it's on pause right now um (laughs) and I beat myself up over it because I see other people doing it I'm just like well no no, because they have this, they have that. I don't have this, I don't have that. And I'm just like, okay, Sandra, it's time for you to journal because you're feeling some type of way and it's okay. It's okay. Like I said, just don't stay there too long. You know, so I, I either journal or I just have to remind myself, which is something that I learned in therapy is you're not there anymore, Sandra. You're not there. Allow yourself to be who you are. Allow yourself to embrace the passion that you have and don't change for anyone. So I have to remind myself that just because someone else is doing better doesn't mean I have to continue to try to shrink myself because I won't fit into their space. No, 
I can and eventually I will. It just takes time and it takes work. So it's journaling. Journaling has been it for me. Um, I love that. Because it's just, and then when you read it out loud, it hits differently and you're like, oh, why was I feeling like that? Or you read it maybe like <laughs> two or three days later and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, totally. And no. then you see your growth down the line too when you go through your journal and you see what you were journaling, you're like, oh, I'm in a different place now. I, this is great. You see that growth and you embrace it a little more. Yeah, that's truly why I really love journaling. And I, we talked about this with um, Stacy in one of our other chats, mm -hmm. but she also said something along the lines of, if you don't necessarily want to write, record yourself, record. take a video of, of yourself and watch that video later on, you know, so, and on the way, practice your public speaking skills, you know, yeah. with the camera. Um, so I, th I think that's such an awesome, useful tactical tip that we can all kind of take is in our moments of doubt in ourselves or in the world that we're living in, journal it write it down, release it out into the universe so that you can then kind of come back to it and unload yes. craft the approach. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. There's um, this idea that I thought of when you we were saying that, and I have it written down. It was a workshop I was going to do at Mount Sac, and then they ended up canceling it for because of the pandemic. But it, I, I think of construction cones in our lives. And there's a lot of things we go through in our lives. And we tend to just put the cone down and say, oh, We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. And if you look back, when you look at a construction site, it looks a hot mess with all the cones everywhere and whatnot, right? So that's how I picture pictured my life when I would look back and see all those cones. I said, you know what? I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. And I just put cones down every time I experienced something and didn't have the energy or the space to deal with it. And journaling has helped me not do that. It holds me accountable. Mm -hmm. instead of just putting those cones down and looking back and I see all those cones I'm like I never got to that I never talked about this I never dealt with this so it's, it's just being mindful and knowing that you don't want that construction zone behind you you know you want to move forward and just you know if you can unload it in a journal I I just I think it would make a huge difference in one's mental health being able to journal learning how to journal or like you said record a video or talk to text on your phone on your notes um i really think that'll help a lot yeah and honestly who knows that journal could then turn be the inspiration for your next book or your next kind of written piece you know yeah. um and and that leads to my next question which is how have you shared your story and what impact has that had in in your life you know i'm a huge advocate for perfecting and really learning how to perfect our public speaking skills so that we can go out into the world and share our, our message, you know? So how, how have you been able to share your story? Hmm. If at all, you know, maybe um, it's in the journal. The only times I would share my story is uh, during award ceremonies, during like a scholarship award or um, being acknowledged at the end, it was the care workshops and stuff like that at Mount Stack where they'd have me talk about me a bit. And it, I was in therapy for two years, um, just recently stopped this in June. Um, so, and the reason why I started therapy was because I wanted to share my story. I wanted to share my story without the tears, you know, getting in the way and without me having to take a break in between and then lose my train of thought because I think the message I have is a message that I wanna relay clearly and not let my emotions get in the way. Um, 
so therapy was something it's, it was kind of the key for me to open up and be okay with opening up, opening up and sharing my story. Um, and so during the events, the scholarship and whatnot, that's the only time I would share my story. Um, I haven't really shared my story per se on at a, an event where it's just me talking about my story. Um, so I still have stuff to work on when it comes to that. Um, I think that's where my book comes in because I used it as a journal and then I showed it to somebody they're wow you have something here I'm just like I was journaling but okay yeah you know <laughs> so, okay, that opens up an idea to something I guess I don't I don't know and if that's just my the best way for me and the easiest way for me to share my story then you know I mean one day I'll have the platform to you know, engage through, through public speaking and through uh, like keynote speaking and whatnot um, on sharing my story on who I was then and where I'm at now. Um, and so yeah, so I think the only times I have ever shared my story are through those type of events where I'm receiving a scholarship or an award and I have to share a little bit about me. So yeah, what I was going to say, I think it the audio was a little weird, but you know, what's crazy is, is how empowering that moment can be right like when someone reads your work and they're like wow you've really got something here or when you share your story and they're like wow i really connect with that and that's truly part of the idea and what chats with yvonne revolves around right is creating these deep connections with ourselves which is this reflection piece for you it was going to therapy and you know talking through these things to then come back and create a, a, a connection with our with our communities, with your communities, right? And then sharing that story, whether it is, it doesn't matter if it's like at a small scale at first, you know, it, it, it and it can evolve if you want it to, right? But I think that that's one of the things that I am a really big advocate for is understanding ourselves and then connecting with the world and then just sharing, sharing what we've got to say because like you mentioned in the beginning, there is someone out there that will connect with it and their life will be that much better for you having shared your, your story with them. Yeah. So. And one of the last um, questions that I have is, I'll bring it back to you and kind of just ask, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience, you know, around this idea of empowering our communities and, and healthy mindsets and, and goals or, you know, as, as we're calling them healthy mindsets. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing is knowing when to ask for help or knowing when to ask questions mm -hmm. because I, me asking you to connect with me the last time we connected through a work, through the workshop, I would have never done that before ever. Um, so I took that chance and stepped outside of my comfort zone and said, Hey, maybe she'll talk to me on the side and, you know, give me a few tips. Cause I, I want to do what you do without getting caught up with, you know, like I said, my emotions and thoughts that I have running through my head on whether I'm going to say something right, whether I'm going to say something wrong. I don't want to feel that way when I'm speaking. So I said, Hey, let me reach out to her and look, now we're connecting. So yeah. I think it's, it's, if you have a question, ask it, if you want to, you know, connect and network with somebody, do it. Um, you don't know what doors that can open if you don't reach out and give it a chance. Um, I think we're a little too hard on ourselves, like I said, especially with everything that's going on right now, but um, so yeah, I lost my train of thought already. I'm, I'm in my own head. Hey, yeah, um, yeah. I do that. <laughs> um, it's just take that chance. 
step outside of that box that we put ourselves in that we call our safety space or safety zone mm -hmm. and try something different try something new if it's something that you've been thinking about doing and you're just like no it's not for me no it could be for you just try it try it um i would say i don't like using the word goals too much anymore um i would say just i don't even know what to call it um habit creating healthy habits I guess. you know it's just being mindful of those and knowing that you've done you set goals before and how have that how has that gone you know and it's just don't pressure like the pressure of goals and i have to do this and i have to do that that's hard it's yeah. really yeah. hard you know so i'm just be kind just be kind to yourself uh, do what it is you've been wanting to do for a, for a while. What is your passion? You know, write that down, reflect on that. If you don't know how to answer what is your passion, reflect, journal, ask yourself that question. Uh, because I, I think once we find our passion, there's a lot more we can do for this world. And if not for the world, for those around us. Um, I have people reaching out to me on social media asking me about FAFSA. I have people asking me, you know, my neighbors who know I'm an advocate for school come and there's three people on my street that I helped get back into school. Um, and they're older than me and they're, that's what their fear was. No, I'm too old. No, you're not. I was the oldest in my class. Really? No. So it's just, it's putting all that negative talk, all that junk aside and just creating a new mindset. Um, with that positive self-talk, learning how to do that for ourselves, you know, and just growing and going with that and thriving from learning how to, you know, speak. And like my therapist has told me once, okay, Sandra, if your friend was in this situation, what would you say? Mm -hmm. Well, it's different. It's yeah. Different. Like, no, it's not. I'm like, oh God, you're right. You're right. You're right. So now I, I am that friend now to myself where I talk to myself in those ways, as opposed to Sandra, you're dumb, Sandra, you're this. No, no, no. What would you tell your friend? Say those exact same words to yourself. So yeah, it's that lifelong running joke, right? Where it's like, take your own advice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for that. I think it's um, incredibly important for us to almost learn to relearn to love life and love ourselves and love kind of our journey, the ups and downs of it. And I really appreciate you coming on Chats with Yvonne and sharing just a tiny bit. You know, this is kind of just a little bit of a sneak peek into what maybe you you can and will be sharing on Educated Chingona, which is your Instagram, and everybody should go follow that. I'll leave I'll leave it linked here, or you know, kind of um, I'll, I'll tag you in it. But thank you so much for for joining us today. I really appreciate your time, and you didn't have to share your story, you didn't have to come on here, but you did, and I truly do appreciate it. Thank you, Yvonne. I appreciate it.